All right. Welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Thursday. We are almost at the end of the week, y'all. Happy Thursday. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish, my daily live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time hearing my voice on the podcast, seeing my face on either Facebook or Instagram, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and owner of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. We're going to talk about that for a little bit, and then we're going to go back to the show. Uh, what my what business formation firm means is I help you as an entrepreneur get your business paperwork together. So if you need help getting registered with the state, if you need contracts, if you need an EIN number, a DUNS number, if you need an operating agreement, if you need to know how to hire employees, if you need brand protection through trademarks, copyrights, or patents, I help you navigate all of those um, avenues. Um and you might be asking yourself why she qualified to help me do all this stuff. Why is she claiming she can help me do this? And I'm so glad that you asked. I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 13 years and counting. Um, I have had many careers in the realms of the law, education, entrepreneurship, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everybody as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but so many of you out here have amazing business ideas, um, and if you're going to make it in business, there are just some things that you're going to need to know. I want to say a special hello to my mama, who I think is watching me live right now, which is kind of (laughs) funny. Um, She texted me right before the show, and she's like, I saw your YouTube, but I I, I can't see you when you go live, and I said, you got to go on Facebook. Hi, go solo with Clint. Madre Moonstone, you back. Hey, girl. All right. So that's uh, my uh, my business. That's what I do. If you are interested or if you need help getting your business formation strategy together, go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to book a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. You will also be able to download my free business launch cheat sheet, which will help you choose your business and get it started in seven days or less. Uh, You will also be able to... Book uh, your final one-on-one coaching session with me. Ladies and gentlemen, I um, 2019 booking stopped December 15th, um, and they're not going to start until probably mid-January 2020. And in 2020, my coaching session prices are going up. So if you want to work with me, I would suggest that you book your sessions now um, while the price is just 217 because they will be going up in 2020. All right? But uh, that is enough about me and my business. Now let's get to the show. If you are new here, uh, every weekday I come on here, I pull stories, celebrity stories, and pop culture stories that have business aspects to them, and I use them to teach you the concepts that you need to know to be a beast out here in these business streets, all right? But this is not just me talking at you. This is a conversation. We're going to go back and forth. We have dialogue. Well, maybe not the people in podcast land, but, you know, they can always give me feedback by, you know, hitting me up on social media or emailing me at mplconsultingfirm at gmail.com. But this is a conversation. So I'm going to ask y'all questions, and I also want you, if you have questions, drop them in the comments, and we will have a little Q&A session after the show, okay? All right, so we are going to get started. If we are ready, I want to see some readies in the comments. If you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, I need to see some readies. I need to see some readies. Ready, 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 ready. (laughs) 
I know I'm being a little silly, but you know, my energy's kind of low. I got to get it up somehow. Y'all got to help me. Come on. We got to, we got to feed energy into each other. So do I have any readies? Y'all ain't ready? Oh my God. Okay. Whatever. Well, I think the people in podcast land are ready. So we're going to start. Okay. The first story that we are talking about. Oh, I have some readies. I got some ready. Thank you, Tanya. All right. The first story that we are talking about, I actually um, posted a question about this in my stories today. Um, I asked in the stories, had anybody heard the phrase, okay, boomer? Um, and everybody said yes. Um, there were five people who responded and they said yes. Now, I did not, I, have, I had never, never heard of the phrase, okay, boomer, prior to reading this story. Um, so for those of you who may be in the same place that I was this morning, uh, okay, boomer apparently is a new phrase that has come about. It is used by Generation X or no, Generation Z. Um, to, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like poking fun at the older generations. Like, uh, if you know the term baby boomer, I guess it may have stemmed from there, but it's a phrase, okay, boomer, and it's popping up everywhere. Um, started on TikTok, um, and people are starting to make merchandise. And most importantly, someone is trying to trademark the phrase, okay, boomer. Uh, there is a 19 year old woman by the name of Shannon O'Connor. Um, she has been selling OK Boomer merchandise, and she has made $25,000 so far on her OK Boomer merchandise. Now, she has just filed an application. They still have to go through a proving process to see if she can register it. Now, the thing is, you all, the people who answered the poll said that they have heard the phrase OK Boomer. So my question was, when I read this article, is... Is OK Boomer already too popular to register as a trademark? And that's the question that I want to ask you guys. If you heard of OK Boomer, like, where did you hear it? Do you think that it's too popular to be trademarked? Because I only heard about it yesterday. Um, But this girl has already made $25,000 on a phrase. So apparently I'm behind the times. So do do you think that she will be successful in getting this trademark registered for OK Boomer for her merchandise. Hi, Can I Ventures. How you doing, girl? Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get involved in the cannabis industry, go check out Can I Ventures. They've got some great information for you. But back to our question. Do you think OK Boomer is too generic a term already to be trademarked? Um, Now, obviously, this woman, Shannon Connor, she didn't start the phrase but she is making money off of it. So what do you think should happen? What y'all think? Oh, oh, oh. Um, for me, what my opinion, uh, you guys in podcast land, you know, feel free to ruminate over that. If you want to shout at the, at the, you know, the podcast too, that's fine. I'll hear you from the future. <laughs> but, um, me personally, I actually think this has a shot. I don't think OK Boomer is that, um popular, like, I'm not going to say that I'm the pinnacle of keeping up on things, but I feel like I do a good job on staying up on current events, and I literally only heard of this phrase yesterday. Um, so, I don't know, we'll see if old girl gets her trademark, I wish her luck, you know, she made $25,000 on some sweatshirts at 19 years old, go you, and you probably ain't got no bills either. (laughs) All right. Okay, apparently y'all didn't like, um, can y'all hear me on Facebook? 
We got four people in here, and I don't have, like, I'm, I'm worried that I'm frozen. Um, all right. So, let's leave OK Boomer alone. Apparently, I fit into the Boomer category, but that's fine. Um, I, en- I enjoy my age, and I ain't worried about it. Call me OK Boomer all you want, all right? Um, next story that we are talking about is actually a follow-up story. Um, okay. All right. Okay. I think I found the problem. All right. Okay. There we go. All right. So next story we are talking about, uh, is a follow-up story for guys. If you can, if you can hear me, if you can see me, please give me a one in the comments because I'm worried that, uh, I have been frozen somewhere. Um, hold on podcast people. If you can hear me, give me a one. Ladies and gentlemen in podcast land, this is what happens when you, you know, you're a one person team. You can't always account for things. Uh, if you can hear me, give me a one podcast people. Okay. I'm not going to post this episode today because this was not a good one. All right. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Dre can hear me. All right. So yeah, I'm not going to do that. All right. So the next story we're talking about is a follow up story. Um, I talked twice in the last two weeks about a company called backcountry.com that got the tra- high shop best on the yard that got the trademark for backcountry and basically was going around bullying any other business that had backcountry in their name. Um, right. And then we had the follow-up story where people were basically, there was a big backlash against this company. There was a GoFundMe to help one of the businesses, you know, fight them legally. There's a Facebook group saying boycott backcountry.com. Um, and all types of people are not buying from them. So Backcountry has actually um, decided to stop in for you know going here and, and enforcing or bullying people about this trademark. The CEO of Backcountry.com wrote an open letter on their website and said, you know, they they made a mistake, and you know this was this does not align with their values, and they're going to back off. You can't see me. Oh shoot. Oh my God, you guys, <laughs> why didn't anybody tell me that they can't see me? <laughs> Shop best on the yard. I've been like, I forgot to turn the camera around. <laughs> that is so silly of me. That's okay though. You know, Hey, we're, we're live. This is what happens. Um, but yes, so backcountry.com they had, you know, I told you guys that they were going around. People had to change their business names. People had to drop back, back country from their names and people were getting mad. So back country, beca- because there were backcountry.com because there was such a backlash from the people who were supposed to be their audience, they have had to do damage control. They had, to, they, they, they put out an open letter and they said, this doesn't align with their values and they made a mistake. But I don't buy it. You knew what you were doing. You were going after every Tom, Dick, and Harry that had backcountry in the name. And it was only after the public 
started getting on you that you decided to stop. So ladies and gentlemen, just because someone has the legal power to do something, if it is wrong morally, a lot of times the public will let you know and you have to decide where you stand in commerce. Are you about that bottom line dollar or are you about serving your your customer base? Because it's not just enough to be a, co- a company these days, right? You have to be socially responsible. You have to be morally responsible. And this company, while they did have the legal right to enforce their trademark because they have it, the way that they were enforcing it was in such a way that was displeasing to the public. So it's not to say that you shouldn't enforce your trademark, but you have to be smart about how you enforce it, okay? So Backcountry.com has decided to leave all the other companies alone that already have Backcountry in the name. Now, going forward, if new companies pop up and they have Backcountry in the name, go at it. But these companies that have been around since before you, what are you doing? Leave them alone, right? Um, so I want to know, in your opinion, do you think that backcountry really had a change of heart or did they just feel like, you know, oh my God, everybody's mad at us. We have to fix this. So what do you think? Do you think that they really like reevaluated their values or were they like, people are mad at us, fix it. What do y'all think? Okay. While you do that, I want to remind you, uh, for those of you who uh, want to get that um, business lunch at the top of 2020. I am only taking, uh, bookings until December 15th. Um, I, and after that, I will not be taking bookings for coaching until mid January and prices are going up in January. So you're going to want to book now shop best on, um, go to the link in my bio to do that shop best on the yard said they're just scared and didn't want to be unpopular. I think the same thing because there have been a lot of times where companies, um, okay. If you have an iPhone, um, I, I know that a, a few years ago, U2, the, the band, the musical band, they did something with Apple where they automatically added their albums to people's iTunes. And people got mad. I guess U2 thought that people would be like, oh my god, it's a new U2 album. Congrat- great, you know. But a lot of people were like, this is very rude, this is very intrusive, don't, you know, impose yourself on me. People don't like to be forced into things, and people don't like it when you use your clout to to spam them, because that's what backcountry was doing. They had the clout, they had the legal right, and they had the money to go around and bully, um, to go around and, and bully other companies. Shop Best on the Yard said, I was so mad at that. Don't waste my space. <laughs> yes, so many people were mad when you two did that, um... But yeah, it's a matter of just because a, a, a business or a company has the legal right to do something doesn't necessarily mean that they should because you need to think about how are you going to look to your potential customer base, your client base. You want them to have a good image of you, right? That's why like Monsanto is trying to change its image. Everybody thinks of Monsanto as the evil GMO company, as they should, but you know, they're trying to be more, I, I don't know, show that they're more eco-friendly or whatever. Um, I don't know, name, name, name any other company that has to do damage control for their image. These clothing companies, whenever they do something racist and they're like, oh my God, we didn't know. And they try and like do this, this, you know, 
damage control. When Starbucks had that story where two men were kicked out of the Starbucks and they shut down all the Starbucks for the day to do sensitivity training, that was um, damage control because, yes, they had the legal right to remove people from their store, but it was in such a distasteful way that there was a backlash. Shop Best on the Yard said, OMG, H&M keeps being stupid. Yes, they do. Um, all right. So, backcountry is leaving people alone. Thank goodness. Um, leave people alone. All right. Uh, next door we have... Okay. Do any of you like the color coral? If you like the color coral, give me a C in the comments. Hi, so rap 21 um, I had a brief period of time where I was, like, obsessed with coral. Gucci? Yes, Drea, Gucci! When they had that, that sweater with the, with the red lips, they had to do the, um, the, 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 um, the, the cleanup work on that, right? Just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should. Shop Best on the Yard likes coral. Coral was my color for a hot minute. Um, and there is a company out in the UK that is trying to trademark the hot, the, a shade called hot coral um there is a company do do i have anybody here i don't know if anybody here is from the uk but there is an online bank uh, in the uk called monzo m-o-n-z-o um and they've been gaining traction uh, overseas right um and the color that they use for their cards and you know their logos and their marketing is a hot coral color but because they are gaining popularity, other companies are trying to, you know, slowly integrate that, that color into their marketing. So they try to trademark the color for their business. And they were denied by the UK uh, trademark court or the, um, yeah, the, the, the UK uh, trademark court. But, um, yeah, so the, just because you apply for something doesn't mean that you're going to get it. Um, I'm sure that Monzo has spent a lot of money trying to cultivate their market base. I'm not necessarily sure how things work over in the UK, but trademarking a color is absolutely a thing. We talked about the T-Mobile pink, even though someone's trying to get that canceled. The Starbucks green, Tiffany blue, um, colors, colors, colors. The, the yellow that Vera that Sprint, the yellow that Sprint uses. Um, colors can be trademarked, um, but you have to be very careful about how you're trying to trademark it. Drea Luz, yes, you absolutely can trademark a color. You absolutely can, my dear. Um, but again, it depends on how you're trying to trademark it. So if you think about T-Mobile, T-Mobile's pink, or the company that owns T-Mobile, is for communications. Starbucks Green is for coffee and, you know, cafe services. Um, Tiffany blue is for jewelry. Um, the gap blue is for clothing. Red, yes, so wrap 21. The red is for Verizon. Shop Best on the Yard said, Starbucks is pretty cool about their trademarks. They normally don't have a problem with crafters duplicating. Okay, that's good to, I did not know that because I actually did a case not too long ago about Starbucks suing a coffee shop. No, suing like a merch shop in Alaska for using a mermaid, but they had also gotten into coffee too. It was pretty interesting. Um, 
yeah, so Drea, you can absolutely trademark a color. You just have to be very specific about what you're trying to trademark it for. Remember, you can only trademark in your industry. You have to trademark by industry. Or if you have the money, you can trademark anything. So think about Disney and trademarks they have. And they have a legal team that is out there doing the work. Disney has the money to trademark any and everything. But we as small business owners, we have to be strategic as to what we are trademarking and for why. One, because of money. And two, because, you know, we're not these big conglomerates. What's the point of having all these trademarks if you're not going to use them? And we're actually going to have a case about that, okay? Um, so if you have any questions about that, uh, you know, drop them in the comments while I move on to these next two cases. want to remind you guys, uh, the operating agreement video training is still on sale for $59. Uh, if you have a business and you want to open a business bank account, most banks are not going to let you do that without an operating agreement. Uh, most lawyers are going to charge you a couple hundred dollars and I have a training that gets it done in 59 for $59. So go check that out. All right. Next story we are talking about ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, it is the case of fire drum versus Del Bello. And, uh, it has to do with an Italian restaurant. Um, has anybody ever heard of an Italian restaurant named Il Portico? Il Portico. If you have heard of an Italian restaurant, or if you like Italian food, give me an eye in the comments. If you like Italian food, or you've heard of the restaurant Il Portico, give me an eye in the comments. I love, hi Darren Spaley, I love Italian food. My mom makes a bomb lasagna that I cannot wait to eat for Thanksgiving. Um... And, yeah, Italian food is life, carbs are life, pasta is life. Uh, but, yes, if you like Italian food, you like their food, I like their food, too. Um, anyway, okay, so let's get to the story. So, there is a company in New York called Fife and Drum, okay? And they had a trademark for Il Portico Restaurante. Um, they've had it since 1990. The thing is, hi 30 Dark Lovely, the thing is they never really used it. Um, they just kind of let it sit, right? So then about five years later in Philadelphia, this guy Del Bello opens his own restaurant named Il Portico. Um, now the restaurant was a hundred miles away from the Il Portico in Fife and, a hundred miles away from Fife and Drum, on top of the fact that Fife and Drum had not been, um, using the trademark, right? So, uh, Del Bello, they have their restaurant in Philly, and then they opened another, uh, location in Burlington, which I'm assuming is another city in Pennsylvania, right? Fife and Drum finds out that there is a new Il Portico restaurant in Philly, and they file suit. They go to court to try and enforce this trademark they had. Um, and they didn't even want any money. They just wanted the court to say that this restaurant in Philly and Burlington could not use the name Il Portico. The court denied them. Why? Because they did not enforce their trademark. Ladies and gentlemen, when you get a trademark, when you get it registered, it does not end there. It is your job to defend 
your trademark. If you don't defend your trademark the, uh, and somebody starts using it, the court can say, well, you weren't doing anything with it. You let it go. There's something called latches. Basically, if you don't enforce your trademark and someone has an opportunity to use it and they're using it and they have built up um, you know, a reputation and people recognize them, the court can deny you injunctive relief. They can deny your, your demand that this person stop using your trademark. You, if you find out somebody is using your trademark, you need to nip it in the bud, okay? Um, so Fife and Drum, even though they have this trademark, they cannot stop this other restaurant from using the name because they were lazy and they did not use it and they did not defend it. That's, there's, there's, ways to you to lose your trademark if you don't re-register because you have to uh, you have to renew your trademark every 10 years if you allow someone in the world to use your trademark without your permission and they develop a reputation and if you obtain your trademark by fraud on top of the fact that this restaurant in philly um they have been operating for 17 years and nobody has confused them with this restaurant in New York because the restaurant in New York doesn't exist. Um, Drea Lewis said Burlington is New Jersey. Oh, is New Jersey, but not far from Philly. Thank you for correcting me. I appreciate that. Um, but yes, so Fife and Drum in New York has um, lost their 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 uh, motion in the court to get this other restaurant in, in Philly and Burlington, New Jersey, to stop using the name. Why? Because they didn't use it and they didn't protect it. Shop Best on the Yard said, my friend lost hers that way too by not defending it. Look at that. Proof positive. Somebody right here in the broadcast knows somebody who lost a trademark because they did not defend it. It is important, ladies and gentlemen, even if you don't have your trademark registered right now, you need to start marking your territory in these streets. If your trademark is not registered, your logo, your name, whatever, start putting the small TM in the upper right-hand corner. It does not give you any legal protections, but it does say to your industry, hey, this is my mark. It represents the stuff that I do. Please don't use it because I am in the process of getting it registered. All right? So that is the very least that you can do. It is totally free to do that. So, uh, so start protecting your logos as of now. Because as we can see from Fife and Drum, if you don't do it, you can lose it. So Rap 21 said, I guess that's why the big brand companies have a whole legal team that goes after the... Cop catch 24 That is exactly why. Because they don't want things to become generic. Chanel, the, the luxury designer, they take out ads in um, fashion magazines every few months to remind people that Chanel is a trademarked word and that it should not come into common use in um in language. Chanel is is it's a brand, it represents their goods. You need to be vigilant about your brand if you're really going to protect it, all right? So I know I got a little passionate about that, but, you know, I'm, I, I don't, I feel like so many of you have these amazing ideas, brands, whatever, that could, like, go so far, but you don't protect your stuff. And I hear stories all the time about people whose ideas are stolen or, you know, they didn't protect it in time and somebody else did it. If you think you have a shot at making it, start protecting it, y'all. Don't give away your genius. There's too much money to be made out here. Protect your genius, all right? 
Okay. Um, yes. So, now that I've gotten off my soapbox, um, actually, you know, um, do I want to do this today? Yes. Okay. Does anybody here watch the Ellen Show? If you have ever watched the Ellen Show, give me an E in the comments. And if you have ever watched a Sandra Bullock movie, give me an S in the comments. If you have ever watched the Ellen Show, give me an E. If you have ever seen a Sandra Bullock movie, give me an S. These are two uh, celebrity celebrities that, you know, near and dear to my heart. I love Ellen. I've been watching her since her, like, comedy, um, comedy series. I got an E from Shop Best on the and an S from Shop Best on the I got an E and S from So Rap 21. I know that there is a delay in Facebook, so I'm going to assume that y'all are typing right now. Okay. All right. So now that I know that, yo, you know, y'all are on the same page with me with Ellen and Sandra Bullock, um, we know that they're celebrities. Um, I have a, um, I'm going to put a scenario for you guys. You know, like sometimes you're perusing, you're, you're like doing a Google search or whatever, you're looking for stuff online and you come across a website and then there's like those little ads on the bottom say, saying like, you know, oh, see so-and-so's miracle cure. This is how they don't age, blah, blah, blah. Those things are fake. Don't ever buy them. And Ellen and Sandra Bullock are actually going after those companies for using their images. So those companies, whenever you see like on the bottom, you know, oh, this is how she doesn't age. You need to buy this serum. Nine times out of nine, those companies are fake and these celebrities have not endorsed them. But the thing is, they change websites, they change addresses, and then they just pull images from um, the internet to try and make it seem like celebrities are endorsing their products. In particular, there was um, a company that was promoting some type of serum that was anti-aging, and they said that Sandra Bullock went on Ellen's show to promote this serum. That was a total lie. Sandra Bullock never even talked about it. She had never even heard of the product. So both she and Ellen are trying to sue these companies that, you know, make up these fake... Um, promotional things because one you do not pay them to use their face and it costs money to promote with a celebrity and two you are lying on them because they never said that they they don't they've never even heard of your product so we know that what these companies doing is wrong but we also know that these companies they know that what they're doing is wrong so they try and cover their tracks they change their ip addresses they move all around the place so my question to you as an audience is do you think that Sandra Bullock and Ellen are going to be able to get to get this taken care of? Because you're going to have to find exactly who owns the company, find out, and, and a lot of times these people know how to cover their tracks. Now granted, they both have a lot of money, but the internet is, you know, a, a fickle place. So do you think that they're going to be able to pursue this lawsuit against these, you know, companies that post uh, fake endorsements of their unrated products. Um, Shop Best on the Yard said, yeah, those companies get in, get their millions, and dip out. You are exactly right. Oh, my face is just all up in the Facebook. Um, yes, they do. They Because they know that, like, people are very impulsive. They'll see a celebrity that they like, and they're just going to click, oh, she likes it, I'm going to get it, buy it, whatever. And then you try and call because the thing ain't working, and customer service is gone, okay? Um... 
Yeah, so that's what Ellen and Sandra are trying to do. So do you think they're going to be successful? Tanya said no, she doesn't think that they're going to be successful. As much as I would love to think that they have the means and the wherewithal to see this through, I think that this is going to be a very... I, I don't think this is going to be a fruitful battle for them. But I do commend them for trying to protect their brands because you have to protect your right of celebrity. Just like Kim K was suing, she sued a company for $10 million for using her face for something that she never used. Ellen and Sandra Bullock's images are very, um, are very, uh, um, they're worth a lot of money. Chapez and the Art said they're pro- probably not. They're not going to win. They probably won't, but I, I think it's important that they, they send out a message to these companies to say, hey, we're not going to take this lying down. You can't just use my face, right? Um, so that being said, good luck to Ellen and Sandra. Ellen, please give me some money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, so um, that is what I have for y'all today. Uh, We will be back here tomorrow again, 8 p.m. Please tell your friends. um, uh, Yes, I I love talking to you guys. Thank you again to all. Hi, Sasha, Arthur. Um, Please tell your friends about me. Join me at 8 o'clock. I love talking to you guys about these stories. If you find stories that you want um, me to talk about, please DM me, let me know, um, you know, what you want me to talk about so I can do some research and we can, can, you know, do the thing. Because I can find stories, but I love when you guys find stories because y'all be finding some good stuff. Um, but yes, so make sure you book your, uh, sessions before December 15th, y'all, because after that, my coaching session prices are going up. Uh, go pick up the free business launch cheat sheet so that you can get your business idea started in seven days or less. Um, book your free consultations if you're a first-time client, and be blessed and fruitful. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.